With high delight let us unite In songs of great jubilation Ye pure in heart, all bear your part Sing Jesus Christ our salvation to set us free forever he is risen and sends to all her sense good news to save every nation and that is with high delight let us unite which is going to be the hymn that is assigned for the second Sunday of Easter. Today is Rumination Tuesday on this April the 30th in the year of our 20, 2019. And Pastor Mark Smith has three fingers up, so he's really applauding what I just had to say, right, Mark? No, it's the third. It's the appointed hymn for the third Sunday of Easter. We're already on the third Sunday of Easter, Tom. Third Sunday of Easter. How about that? Joyous Easter tide. Yes. Wasn't last week Easter? Yeah, oh, well, a week ago, and then there was this this last Sunday was the second Sunday of Easter. So I know. This will be the third Sunday of Easter. It uh, just, time just flies, doesn't it? No, I had a really unusual experience at one of the churches I was at. Has this ever happened to you? I am preaching, and I'm looking out, and all of a sudden, there's somebody there. I know who they are, but I don't know who they are. <laughs> Now, why do you laugh about that? That's terrible. Because that's what happened to me this last Sunday. Oh, really? Yes, yes. <laughs> you, you must have heard about it. No, I was just oh, yes, making it up. Yes. Uh, Wes Reimnitz. Well, you know, I, I've only seen him three times. One in the distant past and two times when we get together at Steak, steak and Shake. Right. And uh, he showed up Sunday morning. You know, sometimes when you take somebody out of the context that you're used to seeing them, you just, you you say, I, I know this person. Where do I know this person? What do I know him from? No, and that's no. what happened to me Sunday. He completely took me, he completely took me by surprise. I, I knew I... I knew I should know him, but I, I just couldn't place who he was. Yeah, this happens to me. I was communing, and I asked the person if they were Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and my <laughs> wife, Louise, said, yes, I am. So I communed. I didn't recognize oh, I felt, her. I felt so foolish Sunday, I'll tell you. I really did. His wife was there. You know, of course, I'd never By met the way, her. I knew that last Tuesday, and I was thinking about telling you, and I said, no. He wanted to surprise you. <laughs> yeah, he did. He really did. Yeah, they were in town for um, looking at some play and such uh -huh, that yeah. weekend. So Miss they, Saigon, I think. Yeah, right. Yes. And they uh, wanted to. They they asked me what church should I attend, and I said, "Well, the church that needs the most help." Uh, don't attend, but instead attend your church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we were having confirmation, so I had a lot of things on my mind. You know, with the, well, he with appreciated your sermon. He well, said, "Well, it was very kind." Yes, and um, he stayed for Bible class too. Yeah, I know because I told him it was good food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys always have good donuts or whatever. Oh, yes, when I was doing some teaching there, so yeah. Um, and he was very impressed with the three girls who really seemed to understand their confirmation. Oh, yeah. Fine. Three fine young ladies. Yes. My, my, well, actually, probably, possibly my last confirmation class. I had three ladies. I think it's the only time I've ever had three young girls 
in confirmation. Yeah. No, no boys. I've had all boys before, but I've never had three girls alone. And uh, people are wondering, what do you mean your last confirmation class? Well, I'm, I'm retiring. I'm retiring from the parish ministry this at the, at the end of this year. Yes. So yeah. if some adults come in who want to join the church, you won't do confirmation. Oh no, I'll do adult. I'll do adult confirmation. <laughs> so yes. never say it's your last one. Well, you're right. God you're right. may have last, some other. the last junior confirmation class. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I always enjoyed doing that with kids, and I would bring in videos and things like that too, yeah. where possible. I've always enjoyed confirmation. I, I've heard of pastors that don't. Like it, you know. They feel like oh, they're they're they gotten too old. But I've always I've always enjoyed confirmation when the time rolls around for us to start in the fall. And yeah, you always have maybe some kids that are there because their parents make them come. Oh, I've had some. Let me tell you, I've had a couple of real winners. The past. not not mean kids necessarily, but just you know, well, just difficult. <laughs> um, when I became pastor at Trinity Sturgis, Michigan, yeah. Um, I was only there a week, and then I was to teach the 7 and 8 confirmation. Oh, yeah. Huh? So I walked in, and I was real quiet, and they started talking to each other. And after a while, they actually were wrestling on the floor. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> and you got to watch those Michiganders. At the end of the time uh, of the hour, they got up, and I said, well, in light of what you have done, I want you to write a letter of what you did today in class Show it to your parents, and then bring it back next time. Autographed, right. So the next day was Sunday. This oh. was a Saturday. And Sunday school was going on, and they had a Sunday school teacher. And as I was, I just came near the room, and she says, boy, these kids hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why would they hate me? <laughs> and so I walked in, and I said, um, you know, after giving some thought about the letter, has anybody written it? Nobody had yet. And I said, well, I've decided to forgive you. Just forget about it. And I walked out of the room. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> they were the best behavior for two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Then it started again the third week. <laughs> All right. This hand with high delight. Did you notice a translator? No. Let's see. I, I, we sang it. We sang it last Sunday. You are always yeah, singing them on I know. the wrong day. Well, it's, well, it's a it's a kind of a favorite Easter hymn of mine, and uh, uh, I just found a place. Where, oh, Franzman! Franzman did he translated this? Well, he's a good guy. Oh, Franzman. are you kidding? Yeah, this was actually written by George Vetter, a priest of the Unity of Brethren, and it had thirteen stanza and no first kid. appeared in fifteen sixty six. Well, I'd like to see those other stanzas. Well. Uh, the the hymn praises Christ in the other ten stanzas in exuberant terms, uh, who through his resurrection and ascension became mediator between heaven and earth. But there's also something very interesting, and it would have been hard for Franzman to do this, but he did. The hymn is notable from a poetic and artistic standpoint. Each stanza has 11 lines, one and two, Four and five, seven and eight, nine and ten rhyme with each other, while lines three, six, and eleven are tied together in a rhyme. Hmm. I'm not sure if I understand that. Well, look at uh, it. It is has a little bit different rhythm in that. No, no. I'm talking about the rhyme. You're talking about the rhyme. Take a look at the first. With high delight, let us unite. Right. See that yes, rhyme. Right. 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 
And what what happens is lines one and two rhyme, four and five rhyme, seven and eight, nine and ten. Yeah. And then three, six, and eleven yeah. all rhyme. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's uh Well, I better be right. Of, I I am reading from Lutheran Worship Hymnal Companion. <laughs> it's it's definitely a, you know, it's a it's a different hymn. You know, I might have known it was one of Franzman's. Yes, uh, they call it a grand, exciting tune, uh, appeared with his text in 1556. I would have liked to have seen some of those other stanzas. Yeah. You know? um, we, we shortened, for once, we shortened it down to three verses. You know, usually, usually what, 10, 10 12 verses? Yes, in fact, um, don't you sing... I know that my Redeemer lives. Yes. That's a lot of verses. Oh, man. Yeah, no kidding. And they're all pretty good. Yes. And so that's good for communion or yes. something. Yes. So um, without further ado, would you be so, so kind as to read the first right. stanza? With high delight, let us unite in songs of great jubilation. Ye pure in heart, all bear your part. Sing Jesus Christ our salvation. To set us free forever he is risen and sends to all earth's ends God, good, good news to save every nation. Uh, yes. You, you can, this takes two pages in our hymnal. Mm -hmm. And uh, the individual who sang it, you're going to be hearing it again because I'm preaching here today at 10 uh -huh. o'clock. So if you want to just uh, continue... Uh, I do want to say one word uh, before we go. The Sherathon, uh, the money given to that, does not go in support of uh, Law and Gospel or some of the other programs. So we're also in necessarily needing some funding here. And just listen to the end of the program as to where you can send some checks. So we're kind of independent from the KFUO group. And we just really appreciate that they allow us to come on. And uh, I can understand why they let me come on. Why they let you come on is beyond me. You can well, I can, all, I, I can also understand why they put that disclaimer at the end of every one of our shows. Going on with the hymn now. <laughs> yes. We apologize for the previous program. Yes. I thought I was listening to issues, etc. All right. With high delight, let us unite in songs of great jubilation. Ye pure in heart, all bear your part, sing Jesus Christ our salvation. Now, who is pure in heart? We are in Christ. Yes. In Christ, we are pure in heart. That's right? really kind of an important thing to oh, say. yes. That, um, and we're pure in heart because what? Because of baptism. But what does God regard in us? That makes us pure in heart. Christ's, Christ's robe of righteousness covering us. Right. Uh, it's the big thing that's one of the solas. Oh, the, sola gratia. That. Grace alone. But that's not in us. That's God's attitude toward us. In us is, we're saved Christ. by faith. By faith. Sola fide. Yeah. That's faith. the huge difference between yes. us. That's what makes you pure in heart. Faith. Now, I, I don't know. I doubt if too many people right now are in the building listening to us. So I'm having a fun sermon right <laughs> after this. Um, my, my question is, you know, law and gospel. Uh, I made a mistake when I was in my doctoral 
orals. And Charlemagne asked me, what are the means of grace? And I said, law and gospel. <laughs> is that correct? Well, it's, no, no, uh, law. Law is wrong. Very good, yeah. Uh, and he corrected me on that. Fortunately, that was the only question I had wrong in the orals. <laughs> but, I, you know, I was so much into law and gospel. Mm -hmm. I just, but only the gospel is a means of grace. So the question is, when we give the gospel... You know, God's behind that. He's the one right. that creates faith. Right. Uh, but when we uh, give the law, that's not a means of grace. No, it isn't. So the gospel is what God does, and repentance is something we do to prepare ourselves for the gospel. Right. And that is absolutely wrong. I would say, you know, God also moves us to repentance. That is really important to yeah. understand. Mm -hmm that we ought not be worried about in preaching the law because both law and gospel are the word of God. And there's that tremendous verse, I kill and I heal, make alive. Make alive. Yes. And the point he's making there is that he's behind the preaching of the law and the gospel. Sure. And so what I'm trying to do is help people to understand how to reach out to the young people who are leaving the church because they disagree with the morality of the church to a great degree, you know, like homosexuality and right. abortion and all this. And I'm, I'm saying, don't try to persuade them with the law. I mean, you want to do that with the gospel. So say the gospel, let God do his work. Say the law, let God do his work. And uh, one church, I've gone to a whole number of delinquents. I go midweek with them. And some of them have been gone for five years. No kidding. Every next Sunday, they show up. No kidding. Yes. It is. And there's a... Now, when do you make... The, do you make calls at their homes? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, there's this wonderful individual. His name is uh, Joe, who knows almost everybody in town. And he... Um, Drives, uh, I drive, and then he tells me where to go, and uh -huh. he sits in on it and stuff. And these are really wonderful people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. And so all he says is you need to help them to see what the message is that they're missing and let the Holy Spirit guide them back. Uh -huh. And they show up the next Sunday. Yeah, every every time. It's great. Do they come to Sunday after that? No. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> They've done their part. Okay. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, we've had them come a few Sundays. But uh -huh. that happened in my church, St. James. They'd come the next Sunday, yeah. maybe the Sunday. Yeah. And then they'd and be then gone another five weeks. They drift to, yeah, right. Oh, oh, it's a never-ending battle. Yeah. Uh, for a pastor to say, I've got nothing to do today. Oh, man. He's a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> and he's probably looking forward to retirement. <laughs> Stanza two. Okay. True God, he first from death has burst, forth into life all subduing. His enemy doth vanquished lie, his death has been death's undoing. And yours shall be like victory, or death and grave, saith he who's, who gave his life for us, life renewing. That's a great verse. Yeah, because it's talking about the reason the resurrection. and that he gave his life yes. for us, uh, renewing life. Renewing means that you actually receive life. You're dead. 
today's lesson I'm preaching on is Ezekiel 37. We're dead in trespasses and sin. The dead bones. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. That's them, right. them bones, them bones going to rise again. Yes. Yes. Is that a hymn? That's a song. Oh, a song. Okay. <laughs> Not a hymn. All righty. So I, I tie in this idea of uh, re- repentance there. So true God from death has burst forth into life, all subduing. What does that mean, all subduing? Into life. Well, everything. Everything is is under him. That's right. The last enemy placed under him is death itself. Exactly. And um, that's why you get uh, some really neat lines here. Yes. His death has been death undoing. Yes. His enemy death doth vanquish lie. Yes. His death has been death's undoing. Yeah, that's neat. Now, who would that be referring to, death? Who who would... What's your question again? Who would that be referring to when we talk about death has been vanquished? Well, Christ vanquished him. No, Christ isn't death. No. Oh, well, uh, death, isn't that personification? Of who? Of death. The devil. Oh, the devil. Well, of course. Well, what do you You mean, of course? Well, Well, I... I kind of think of them as separate enemies, but they're pretty closely Well, aligned. it says, his enemy doth vanquish, vanquish lie. lie. That's the devil. Yeah. His death has been death's undoing. See, we're born into death. So he's talking about the devil there as well as death. I, I'm, I'm sure, because that's the power the devil has is death. Yeah. Eternal no, death. No, no. Doesn't Jesus say, I have the keys of death? Yeah, doesn't Jesus well, that, isn't he the master over death? Well, yes, but people still die eternally. Yeah, yeah. and they—I just, you know, I, I, hey, I agree the devil has been defeated, but I, I just thought he's talking about death in particular here, death alone. But you know, I mean, I'm, I, I you know, I mean, I, the devil's in there somewhere. The devil's always in the details. When I get home, I'll phone George Vetter and ask yes, him. That'd be a good question. What he meant. Yes, stands three. All right. Let praises ring, give thanks, and bring to Christ our Lord adoration. His honor speed by word and deed to every land, every nation. So shall his love give us above from misery and death set free all joy and full consolation. Yeah, that's a really important point. From misery, we're going to be set free. That's misery here on earth. Right. And the reason we're going to be set free from it is not because it's going to go away, but in Christ, you're going to be able to cope with it. And I think that's kind of an important thing, don't you? And and also, uh, in heaven, of course, no more tears, no more sorrow, no more crying, no more death, no more pain. Yes. Former things are passed away. Yeah, that's, I always enjoy doing funeral sermons. How about you? Well, I'll say this. People are very receptive yes. to the gospel at the funeral. Yeah. Much more so than, let's say, a wedding. Yeah, the best thing from visitors, oh, I've never heard this before. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's right. really good. Right. All right, I have to go preach. So you're going to listen now to the hold him here. And uh, Pastor Mark Smith, you're preaching where? Preaching at Prince of Peace Lutheran Church, uh, 
Crestwood, Missouri, just south of the Watson and New Sappington intersection. We have uh, service Saturday evening at 5 p.m. and Sunday morning at 9. Okay, thank you very much. With high delight, let us unite in songs of great jubilation. Ye pure in heart, all bear your part, sing Jesus Christ our salvation. To set us free forever, he is risen and sends to all her sense good news to save every nation. True God, he first from death has burst forth into life subduing his enemy doth vanquished lie his death has been death's undoing and yours shall be like victory or death and grave saith he who Again, that's with high delight, let us unite. Until next time, take care, and God bless you. Listen to Law and Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law and Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962.
Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.